You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. I didn't want to do this episode today originally, but um, I just, it actually, a lot of things kind of fell in line, uh, pun intended, you'll understand where I'm going here in a second, on really just this idea of understanding where we are at um, in the early adoption cycle, the early adoption phase, um, even in the innovation phase of NFTs as a whole. And what I mean by that, and you know, just to you know, clarify, you know, I, you know, for for anyone that's been uh, a part of this NFT space for longer than a year, um, you're way OG than me. Um, but for me, you know, I've been doing uh, penetration testing, early adoption uh, testing, and, and implementation, and helping brands, uh, you know, very large brands embrace things, everything from Google Hangouts to uh, live streaming on Meerkat and Periscope and Facebook Live and Instagram Live and and in that space. And I've done a lot in this idea of like, hey, you know, we're in a new place right now, so um, you know, these this is kind of the world we're in. And I will say. You know, I've been a part of a couple of the big launches or the big drop NFT drops that have happened um, over the last nine months or so, um, mostly as a consumer, right? So I've been in line, I've been waiting for the to get on the whitelist, I've been doing all these things. And I will tell you, um, there hasn't been a single really like hyper smooth, uh, you know, transition or a hyper su- smooth minting process for the really large drops. And when I'm talking very large drops, it doesn't really just mean brands, but you know, the ones that are super hyped, everything from uh, Metaverse to Top Shots um, to, uh, or I said me- from Mechaverse to Top Shots um, to, you know, some of the other ones that have come out uh, recently and, and including the Matrix, which the Matrix, uh, you know, uh, NFT with Nifty was happening today. Um, or say was happening, is happening uh, on uh, November 30th, for those that are listening to this after this. And I will say, you know, like, I don't expect these drops. This is the first 100K drop that I've been a part of or that I've seen implemented, uh, especially with a brand recognition of uh, the brand like The Matrix, especially if you're a millennial like myself. Uh, the Matrix is kind of like an, an identity. It's like kind of like a life. Um, and they're, they're having some issues. They're, they got some application uh, error issues uh, what, during the like first group of people minting. And part of it is because they didn't expect that there's to be 100,000 people in line um, to buy this NFT. Now, I will tell you, when you make it easy for someone, you know, you make the price point at $50, you make, you make the ability to use fiat, you can use a credit card or a debit card. That does add to the traffic. It adds, in my opinion, to the bots. It adds... Um, to some of the issues you're going to um, address. But here's here's where I want to take this episode. These are the things that you want to just keep in mind that you are going to have to deal with in the NFT space in 2022. And I'm saying that forward because this is what's going to happen. And, and, and I I don't you know put this like bold futurist hat on very often, but I am right now because here's the deal. 
you know, there are going to be, there's going to be plenty of times where we push, we're pushing new technology and new ways that is going to break the systems that we are doing, right? Any of the projects that are coming out with the most innovative art or the most um, fascinating smart contract uh, components are going to have issues on them. And I remember, you know, V Friends when V Friends dropped, it had all kinds of issues. Um, you know, when, when uh, you know, there there are plenty of, uh, and this will continue to happen for the next year plus because. A lot of this is trial and error. A lot of this is testing not only where the technology fails, but what are the the pain points and the failure spots along the way so that we can prepare for them, so that we can um, anticipate them. And guess what happens? You can't really anticipate a lot of this stuff until you push the limit. And so I will say, here's one of the things that you have to be aware of. If you're getting the NFT space, you have to be willing to roll with the punches and recognize that sometimes... like. Literally, shit's going to happen, and you're going to either be unlucky or things aren't going to go your way, including you know, everything's like raffles, right? Like, I got you know, lucky enough to get one of the raffles for the Mechaverse, uh, you know, one of the only 8,000 people that got uh, that out of 220,000 people. But for the Matrix one, right, I've been counting down this Matrix uh, release, and I followed all of the instructions. I knew exactly what was going on. I was in uh, into the you know, queuing room uh, prior to the actual drop. And I was listed at 44,649th in line. You know what? It's very easy for me to complain about that. But it's also better for all of us to look at it and say, wow, this is a good sign for the NFT projects as a whole. This is also a good sign for this project. You know, I had planned on minting uh, 25 of them just because I am such a fan of Matrix and really interested on, on where this project was going. But now for me, the, my strategy and, and thoughts say, you know what, I'm going to listen, follow along with the, you know, the drop. I think the Nifty's team, I will give them a shout out. Um, you know, this is my first like full interaction with them. They've been really good at communicating both in the Discord as well as in the Twitter spaces that they have uh, live right now. I will say, I know it's extra work, but for all of those that are you know launching an NFT project, and this includes myself, I think it's essential that you have a Twitter Spaces going during the actual launch, especially the first couple hours. Yes, you could do it in Discord, and yes, I know you're putting everybody into a funnel, and but here's the thing with Twitter Spaces, at least you know you're getting the newbies. You're also you know demonstrating your commitment to community. You're also reaching a kind of a new audience and and giving even people a, a chance to celebrate your transparency. The you know uh, there was you know, they dropped the roadmap in the Twitter Spaces today. And so I will say, you know, that's part of this whole process. Another thing that you're going to have to be prepared for in this, you know, NFT space is the increased amount of people that are going to try to scam you. They're going to try to send you a bad DM. They're going to try to get you to to um, give them your seed phrase. And that is only the more people that come to NFTs, the more attraction there is for the fakers, the frauds, the scam artists to come to this space. It will give them more potential return on their time, return on their investment. So just like everything, as the adoption increases, as the familiarity with a technology, especially something that is, is revolutionary as uh, the blockchain, uh, you know, as more people come in, as the Coinbase NFT uh, marketplace rolls out, as we see uh, adoption of brands like the Matrix and we see you know, Budweiser launching their um, NFT process. It is great to onboard new users, but with that also becomes it does not decrease 
the amount of security issues. It does not decrease the number of issues that we are going to have with the technology. And so that's another thing we have to keep in mind. The other part of this is you know, understanding our relationship to money. I know I felt like I've had to caveat a lot uh, recently on this podcast as well as in person when I'm talking about, you know, hey, you know, I can't believe they have the NFT for $50, um, you know, and I'm mentioning that, you know, I'm, you know, I, that to me that is way cheap and it is way cheap in the NFT space, right? Because we're dealing with ETH and just the, the, the really the bar of how we are exchanging crypto and, and our relationship to value of something um, is a little out of whack in, in the NFT arena. And I, rightfully so, it's just the way that this kind of uh, works right now. But I will say, the other part of this that is important is that we have to recognize that, you know, you probably are going to lose some money. You're going to make some really bad decisions and you have to be prepared for how you're going to handle that. You know, I, I, I actually did that just in the last uh, 10 days on my own personal account, right? On my own uh, personal, uh, you know, wallet, I decided, um, you know, based on just really uh, a trend and a conversation I had with one person, um, I decided to ape into a project and I aped in pretty hard. And, and for those that aren't familiar, aping in um, uh, is, you know, the idea that you're jumping in and trying your best to you know buy the maximum or um, to hold a lot of, of one NFT. And, and I did that. And afterwards, recognizing that part of the value in that NFT is like the gamification. Part of it is like the long term piece of it. And it was probably a, just a uh, not a great project for me to ape in on. Um, there are other projects where I, I want to buy three because I want to keep one that I like. I want to sell one and I want to kind of offload one when I can kind of, uh, you know, cut my profit, you know, make sure my profits are covering um, exactly what I've put into the project as a whole. But that part of this is this idea of you're going to have to make mistakes. And if you're, if you are afraid of that side or you're not prepared for that side, I do recommend waiting to get into NFT projects till you see that they are a little bit more established. Now, what does a little bit more established mean? I'm going to actually do an entire episode on this next week on kind of looking at kind of the what I've learned over the last you know year in regards to when I feel it's a good time to get into a project that is after the mint and the reveal and the hype, but not when like it's just if things bottom out, because I think that's also a mistake people are making. So that's something else that you're gonna have to keep in mind. And you guys can wait for the next episode where I, or a future episode where I'm gonna break down like my strategy and analyst, uh, you know, how, how I look at some of these projects. I will tell you four of my most successful, uh, well, four out of, I guess four out of six of my most successful NFT sales have happened from projects that I've got back in, not at the low point and not at the mint price, but I got back in at a point where when it took off, I was on the right side of that trend. And I will say um, I it was strategic. I did do some things that I don't think a lot of others are doing as far as um, how you're analyzing your Discord, how you're looking at Twitter traffic, how you're understanding really what the roadmap means, and then more so than anything else, you're trying to understand the volume trends on are these things selling? Are they people are, are holding them? What are the individual holders and those things? So I'll break all that down. Another thing you want to have to keep in mind, and we have to kind of wrap our head around here in this NFT space, is you're also going to have people that are going to make claims that they know things that they probably can't back up, right? There are a lot of people that were at the right spot at the right time. There are a lot of people that got lucky. There are a lot of people that even didn't even know that they got lucky. And then a friend told them and they recognized it. And I will say like, it takes, I'm one of those people that I trust first. 
And then when I get burnt and then I, le- I learn my lesson and I do that kind of, it's just kind of my personality, but that can be very tough in this space. I've had a couple of people message me just in the last 24 hours and saying like that they were, they felt, you know, they were, they fell for a scam or they were fraudulently led by an influencer in this space. And, and I think my listeners know that the person and from the clubhouse world, um, we, we know of this person in clubhouse as well. And I don't think of this person as ill willed. I don't think of them as malicious. I just think of them as kind of, um, shooting from the hip, um, not really caring about, uh, their influence or their, uh, the impact that they are making, uh, either way. Uh, and they're just kind of riding the ride and, and you know what? It's okay to each their own, but we have to recognize that. And I will say, for a long while, you know, one of the things that I made mistakes on in the early adoption phase was I would blame the the haters or the the influential scam artists, um, and I would really spend all my time there. And then I recognized, like, I'm not going to fix that or stop that from happening. What I can do is I can focus on education. I can focus on creating you know podcasts like this where I can interview people that I believe are trustworthy. If you're uh, you know active on Twitter, which you should be, uh, because that's where the NFT space is really uh, popping off. Uh, go look at my Twitter uh, you know uh, Twitter lists. I have a bunch of Twitter lists uh, that have the name NFT at the start of them, um, where I actually have organized different people that I'm trusting to follow. And I will tell you. If I see someone posting something or sharing something or I, I look into something and something smells wrong, I'm removing their name off of the list that I have curated. So um, that's just an idea that's out there. Another thing you're going to have to be prepared for in this space is the continual evolution as well as the one step forward, two step back mentality. Now, I will say for me, that can be a little bit frustrating. And what I mean by that is... You know, we are, most of the NFTs, um, a high percentage of them are on uh, Ethereum, right? And of course, we have to deal with gas fees and it gives us something to complain about for the most part. But we also know like that's just kind of where the attention is from the marketplaces. And as much as we want to, you know, be there for the little guy or champion what we believe is coming next, we also just have to recognize that there's a difference between jumping on something so early because you want to play a lottery and hope to get lucky. Like I would... I would say that's like Dogecoin and Shiba Inu uh, coin as far as just jumping on there and just hoping it, it, you know, it jumps to one penny, right? Or the difference between looking and understanding, hey, these are the, these are the macro trends. These are the micro trends. These are, this is the place where I want to hedge my bets. And then leaning in on that at, at something that's established. And so we do have to recognize that I don't believe six months from now we're going to be that much more forward in innovation and security and trust than we are right now uh, in November of 2021. And the reason that is, is because it, it, we are going to have, not the technology is going to evolve. The way that we we sell and, and buy is going to evolve. I believe we're going to see a, a massive shift in even the, the concept of what the, you know, how the aftermarket um, works. I think we're going to see even how the reveals are done and, and how we re-examine um, smart contracts. And so each one of those tweaks are also going to require a whole new phase of learning, a whole new um, setup for what, what's going on. And you know, I've said that you know, we are launching, um, you know, the greater we, um, my bigger team, um, is launching an NFT in February, um, which will be a, a 10,000 uh, PFP uh, NFT drop that we will you know, be talking about in our Discord. We're giving people early access that are buying our mint 
um, super fan or our super powered uh, founder passes as well um, for that drop in February. But we're not committing to a blockchain right now at all because I am a lot of it is I can tell you I'm studying a lot on the wax blockchain. I'm also understanding what are the options on the side chains um, in regards to a massive launch. I'm also looking at things like um, bridging across uh, blockchains and the sharing of NFTs and how that's going to look. Um, in January, uh, post uh, uh, you know some of these big uh, shifts that were going to happen. So that's another one I want to put out there. And then the last one I want to put out there for everybody listening here is we are going to have to. You have to be okay with putting your your heart and your time into a community and others, and not getting the same back to you. Let me say that again. You're going to have to be okay with putting a lot into something and not getting the exact same in return. And it's a tough life lesson. It's a tough life lesson for me because I am a, I would say recovering people pleaser, but I am a people pleaser. And part of being a people pleaser is that I oftentimes will, will do things that is to the detriment of myself, but is to the happiness or pleasure of those around me. And that is not something that is healthy. And it's something I understand that I need to work on. But in this space, especially during early adoption, Everyone has different goals, different strategies. And I will say, even for you know those that are listening to this podcast, if everyone that listened to this podcast could go and go to ADHDcoin.com and get themselves five or ten coins of the ADHD coin, it would it would it would transform the way that I'm able to deliver what I have to deliver right now. But I also recognize that people would some people are going to react differently on to things that I've been giving out, right? And so I've been doing some giveaways where I I say some giveaways. I've given away, you know, close to 12,000 US dollars um, in the last 45 days um, in our Discord of ADHD coin. And you can take that dollars and take it to your bank account if you so choose. But if you understand why I'm giving it away and my mission and how I look at things, then I hope that you will hold on to it. I will hope you will take the rewards that you get each week and use that as your profits and put a little bit back into the coin. And, and if, you are, if you're needing to cover, you know, hedge your bets or cover things, um, do that on your own. But I also recognize that not everyone's going to treat everything the way that I would treat that. And that's up to, that is on us because it is very easy to get mad at people, to blame others, to cast doubt on a movement or a community based solely on the idea that they did not reciprocate the same amount that I gave out. But that is not on them. Because if everyone was as good as you individually are or did things to the level that you are doing them, then you know the world would probably be a better place. And so I think it's just important for us to recognize that it's okay to feel like you know, maybe you're getting taken advantage of, or maybe you're just giving, 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 and you're not sure where people are going to give back. Because I do believe in this greater good. I do believe that things do work out for the good person. I, I am the, you know, I am, although single now, uh, I am the guy that was always like the, you know, we could say good guys finish last, but I've always believed, and it's been part of my experience that, you know, if you are willing to put yourself out there and you're willing, uh, you know, to, take your lumps and be vulnerable, then there, the idea of good guys finishing last actually doesn't exist is, or, or good girls or, you know, however anyone's identifying. But I'm just putting that out there because I, I have seen and felt that frustration from others. I've felt it a little bit myself and it's okay to feel it, but it's also important to recognize that it's not on others 
to, you know, to, you know, measure up to the standards that often that we set. Yes, your inner circle should be that, but definitely just something to keep in mind um, in this space and, you know, as we continue to push forward. But I am completely bullish on the, what this, what this really means for the digital virtual future. I'm really bullish on the metaverse and how we are going to get there. I'm also very bullish on this idea of blockchain and transparency. Um, you guys will know here on the podcast, I am very transparent um, in the discord as well as um, in all of the conversations. I will share openly um, what we've paid for things, what we've shared for things, what we've sold for things. I will share openly if I've been uh, you know, incentivized to uh, tweet something out. You guys will see it in the tweet. It won't be buried. It won't be something that I will allude to um, because I do believe in this idea uh, of transparency and trust, but I also recognize that is not uh, the case for everybody. Uh, and so with that, I'm going to uh, just kind of give you guys one little last bit of info. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, stay tuned uh, the next 24, 48 hours, as well as those that are listening to this in the future. Um, 12, 12. So I'm going to give you some dates. 12, 1. 12, 11, 12, 12, and 2, 22, 22, For those that are playing along with these numbers that are going to be part of this podcast, part of the Mint 365 experience, just keep those numbers in mind. Keep them handy. Um, we'll be doing some giveaways. We have some scavenger hunts in the, in the works. And also, we have some hidden Easter eggs within our NFTs that we are dropping that you guys will be able to w win some ETH. You'll be able to win some ADHD coin. You might even be able to win uh, some shout outs here on the podcast and even come on uh, to promote a future project that you have. So with that, remember, this is the early phase. We are all together uh, learning, listening, figuring things out as we go. I'm going to jump back in. I, I'm now 44,180th. I'm in line for my matrix uh, NFT, but I'm looking at this bigger, much bigger picture is it's a good day for NFTs just to know that the interest there on this massive project is even greater than those that are, you know, were predicting it to be, because I think it's just uh, another sign that you guys that are listening to this, we're all in the right space, pushing to the right beat, moving forward. Make it a good one, my friends. Cheers.